0: This episode is sponsored by Beducated. Give the gift of pleasure. Stuff is temporary. Sexual happiness is forever. Treat yourself or a loved one to the gift of sexual happiness with a subscription to Beducated. They have a new gift card starting this month where you can give Beducated to your loved ones with a personalized gift card. Use our coupon code which is chat With our coupon code, you can get 40% off the yearly pass which is just $10 per month. You can also try all Educated courses for one day free. You won't get charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel it anytime.
1: Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo.
0: And I'm Daira. Ooh. We're back.
1: Yeah. I feel like, I don't know why I always feel like we be gone, but we're really not.
0: So in this episode, we're gonna be talking about the soft era. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys have heard about it on TikTok because I'm about to say this
1: was trending heavy on TikTok for a minute. Mm-hmm. A lot of I mean, it was more so women, obviously. Um there were some guys With doing their soft it too. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't really just implying to like soft girl. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't even know that it was um it was also called soft girl, it was just I don't know your soft era. So when I first seen it, I I thought it was like you know you just being on your um your your little boo loving shit. What's oh. that word? Like your like your simpy wave. You know uh-huh. that simpy vibe where it's stuff. like yeah. When I first saw it. Uh-huh. because a lot of people were putting posting it up and was like oh like you know my soft air, Me being me a little bit more like nice and cute and vulnerable with my partner or whoever I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I took it. And I was like, oh, wow, it's about time people are getting on that wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop being a motherfucking savage out here. Um, but it honestly had many more, like there's so much more to this soft error um, than what I even knew. So we did a little bit of research, you know, wanted to really get the whole understanding of what soft error or soft life really meant. Um Obviously, there's no one definition of what it is um however, according to urban dictionary uh the soft life is the opposite of the hard life and is a lifestyle where you make decisions that leave you feeling stress free and vibrating higher, less about wealth and more about making good de- decisions and choices um but yeah i didn't i didn't I wouldn't have thought it was that at first, but it makes sense.
0: Yeah, I agree. I feel like for people, it has different definitions. Um, when I first heard of soft era, I immediately just thought soft, like you're a softy, you're a soft person, big teddy bear. Yeah, um, and then started doing more research on it, and basically found that basically you're you're chasing your femininity and you're cutting off like your masculinity um, to find like strength and power in your softness and. um, it's just making space for your life to be more peaceful and for some people people refer to like their soft era as like their selfish era because they are focusing on themselves and i feel like this is i feel like this is like the third episode in a row where we talk about kind of like similar things Mm. so this episode i feel like could relate to the previous ones where like we always say like you got to focus on yourself and you shouldn't be settling. And now that we're going into the new year, I thought that it would be like a great, I guess, topic to to talk about. So we can go into 2023 strong. Um, but I always like to see like, where did this trend come from? Like who started this trend? Why is it a trend? And um, I found that black girls started this trend Um, And there was this article, which I can include in the description, that talked more about it. And basically, it's black girls who are redefining their femininity. Um, And the idea apparently actually came from a Netflix show called Bridgerton. So if you haven't seen it, it's basically like they look like princesses. But what is it like?
1: Yeah, where it's like giving... I don't, I'm probably wrong, but it's like the Renaissance of the era, kind yeah. of. I, I don't know if that's right, but just a way back version where mm-hmm. it was like you had to be, I don't know.
0: Yeah, and like you usually don't see black women represented in that type of character. So you see them and they wear like these like puffy dresses and like these cute colors and they have like tea parties. Super elegant. Yeah, very elegant, elegant, very soft. um... And I thought it was just important to bring this up because I think just talking about how it started, um, we can also relate to like the reasonings and like for centuries, black women are defined as like aggressive and like masculine and angry. Um, when in reality, it's just like deeply rooted in the American system and, we don't control the media, but we all know who controls the media. Um and it's usually white people and for some reason I feel like black women are always defined as like a woman with a fucking attitude or you're you're mad or you're angry or whatever yeah, the case is. Some so, type
1: of violent or aggression.
0: Yeah. Um So yeah, so I thought it was important to br- to bring up and then also um why do you think that people are going into like their soft era?
1: I think people are just tired of trying to be you know this unrealistic best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like um you know you're held to a higher standard in so many aspects of your life, whether it's from you know being held at a higher standard at work at home um with your partner. And it's like we give a lot of ourselves to everybody else and and we kind of leave ourselves empty. So I think it became a thing where or it's becoming a thing where, like you said, as we've been talking about, is just giving more back to ourselves um, and just stop putting so much into everyone else. That's leaving us high and dry and aren't reciprocating the same type of energy that we're putting into them or mm-hmm. other things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because we're we're tired, simply. Simply put, like, we're tired. And there's this thing called, like, you're either, like, in flight or fight mode where, like, you're fighting for your life or you're running away when chaos happens. And I feel like I'm the type of person that I'm fighting for my life or I'm leaving. I feel like it's one or the other. But I love that this is a trend because... I've never heard about this before, and I feel like it's kind of hard for me to go into the soft girl era. Like, thinking about it, it's just, I don't know, it's just, like, my thing is always, like, if it's not me, then who is it? And if it's not now, then when is it? Like, when it comes to getting things done or when it comes to, I don't know, being the go-to person all the time.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but you give that energy, too like it's wow. just like oh like you need me i got you type shit and you're and you're pretty like i feel like you're pretty loyal to that whole like being there for people and getting things done and um obviously you apply yourself in a lot of things in life and you make sure that there's nothing you don't know mm-hmm. or that you make sure you you learn if you don't know mm-hmm. so i think especially i've you know i've seen you do it like for your family and to an extent it's just like yes you want to help your family yes you love to be there but at the same time it's just like well who's gonna do it for you and not even just who's gonna do it for you it's just a matter of um like when you're that person that everyone runs to and goes to and they know that they can depend and count on you it just becomes a well why why should i do it when i can
0: get diver to do it that's the thing it's just like if not me then who yeah like it's that's Yeah, but it's fucked up. It can't be that way. I know it can't be that way. So it's just like this soft girl era trend. I love it. But at the same time, it just seems a little hard for me to do because people depend on me and count on me for things, especially like in my family. And like, I'm not the oldest of my siblings. I'm the oldest on my dad's side. And... On my mom's side, I do have an older sister. However, she's grown with kids and she's busy. And her kids have special needs. So, like, my parents know that my sister is not someone they can ask when it it comes to, like, um, you know, doing favors for them and stuff. But I feel like they depend on me because I'm, like, the second oldest. And, yo, having parents who don't speak English is, like, tragic. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but it's, like... This whole language barrier is such a problem for, like, Latinx families. It's just, like, the whole translating thing is annoying. Like, we we constantly have to do it. And then we don't even know the right terms to translate it. So we try to translate it in the best of our ability, but it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And, like, on my dad's side... I'm the oldest, so he lives all the way in Puerto Rico and he still contacts me for things. For example, I have to call a hotel where he's staying at to make a modification to his reservation. And it's just like... Okay, I guess I'll do it. But it's just so annoying because it feels like I'm everybody's personal assistant when mm-hmm. I need a personal assistant. I'm busy too. Like I'm everybody's project manager. Like I'm everybody's go to person. Oh, Dara knows how to do that. Or Dara will learn how to do that. Or Dara can just call and figure it out. Like, yo, press one for Spanish because that's, <laughs> an, that's truly an option. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used Bro, it's an option. Like no, sometimes I really do be telling them like they speak Spanish too. Yeah. Like you could call them too. Yeah. You know, like I don't need to I don't need to talk on your behalf. And my parents aren't even old. That's what worries me. Like my parents are in their forties. So it's like imagine when they get to like their late, late ages. Yeah. I'm really gonna be babysitting. But at the same time,
1: I feel like do you Ask for that help because I it's like I don't you ask you have for that help that, because
0: I know it's not gonna happen. Yeah, but you that?
1: you gotta give it, you gotta give it a chance too like mm-hmm. I know okay, so obviously that that might be different again because that's your parents, that's your mm-hmm. family. Like they're 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 always gonna push that limit. But I think like for me and you, obviously there's times you're gonna ask me for help because I'm a partner, that's what I'm here to do. But I also think that you're you're limited in like you limit. The amount of, like, can you help me,
0: you know? Yeah, but I also feel like our situation is complicated because you work overnight shifts. So it's like, I'm not going to bother you to do things before you wake up because for what? Like, you can sleep until whatever time you have to sleep because you work overtime. So it's like, I'm going to just get things done because... You're sleeping, and you need your rest too, so it's just like, and then we only have a short time frame before you go back to work from the time that I get out of work since we do have different different shifts mm-hmm. so it's just like i'm I'm gonna just do it myself like that's just always been my mentality to just do it myself. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best I mean that's what we're getting on this podcast because I am. Talking about my experience, but also I'm sure that a lot of people can relate to it. But also, I want to do better at just being more selfish, Mm -hmm. because I feel like, like you said, when you're pouring from an empty cup, like if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not taking care of your mental health, if you're not taking care of your physical health, ain't nobody gonna do it for you. you. How can you take care of others when you you're not good? You know, Mm you you're you're not at a at a good state state in your life. You know. I mean, obviously,
1: yeah. I'd want you to be more open um, in asking me. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that you don't. I feel like you do, but I still feel like sometimes you kind of leave a lot of the pressure on you, mm-hmm. and that pressure affects our environment for sure. So, mm-hmm. for sure, you know, I try to do what I can. Not to say that I don't have my own shit to do. My my work schedule. It's flexible and it's not flexible at the same time. It's like, you know, it gives me the days necessary, but there's only so much I can do in those days. And then the days that I work, it's just a lot of work. So it, it is fucked up, but I try. Mm-hmm. I try.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, the people who always do everything for others, like the the person who's always booking the flights, the person who's always booking the reservations, calling people, making things happen, like that person in your friend group or that person in your family, like, they need help too. And I feel like people fail to realize that because they're like, oh, they're so strong. Oh, they could do it. They're super women. Like, I really don't understand how people don't see that as a problem. Mm -hmm. And we just keep doing it because it's like that's the expectation that we already set. And if we don't do it, it's just not going to get done. It's just not going to get done. Yeah. And I used to beat this person at work too. And I stopped that shit. That's so, what I'm saying. You just got to stop it
1: at one point. You got to let people fall.
0: It, it It's good and bad, though, because at work, it's like... I know for a fact that I don't give in my 120%. I do what I got to do, and I call it a day, and that's it. And the old me would go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in corporate America, even though I don't work in corporate, I work in a nonprofit, it's like the people who go above and beyond and make friends and mingle and do all these things and are very active at work are the ones who get promoted and the ones who get the the good job so it's like i'm keeping my peace by not being as overly active but when those opportunities do pop up i'm not gonna get it Mm -hmm. for example that girl that just left my job you know that's a position above me. They're not thinking of me because I'm not. I'm not a star. I'm just doing my job and calling it a day. Yeah. You get me. But it's like when opportunities like that pop up, they they think of the person who's gone above and beyond. And that's and at work, I've always been that person. But now my situation is my situation is different because you know I don't really love it there. But also it's just I've noticed that when it comes to work, like I feel like work could get really time consuming for me so i feel like at least letting that go um gives me more time to be like present in other things yeah so what
1: is your version you obviously said you have not experienced your soft error Mm -hmm. or that soft life so what is that version for you when it comes to work or like your family and like relationship wise
0: um Just like being more, I guess, like setting more boundaries when it comes to family and just like really just focusing on the things that I want to do and being more selfish, which sucks because it's like I don't want to do that. But if I want to take care of myself, then I do have to be a little bit more selfish, Um, you know, like doing things that I want to do regardless of what people want to do. Like, I don't know working out more eating better like it's kind of hard to do these things though with a partner when you the other person's not trying to do that like i feel like if i want to eat healthy i don't want to make you feel bad for you not eating healthy mm-hmm. and then it's like are we eating separate meals like like w- w- what's going on with the meals it's like it's kind of hard to do these things alone and also having like that accountability partner to be like like go to the gym, like we'll go to the gym together, or like eating healthy and things like that. Like I feel like it's kind of hard to do these things in a partnership, but sometimes you just have to do it, even if you're doing it alone. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. Like it's yeah. like you can't you you can't hold yourself back because the person you're dating doesn't want to do these things. Right. And if they think that you're acting brand new, then they think that's their problem. Because it's just like, I want better for myself. I want to yeah. focus on my mental health. I want to focus on my physical health. Like, I'm going to start going to therapy. I'm going to start going to the gym. You don't have to do these things. But I'm just letting you know that I'm going to start doing these things. So I'm going to be a little bit busier because I'm spending time with myself. Mm-hmm.
1: So. I go to mm-hmm. the gym. She's not talking about me. <laughs> She's not talking about Wrong partner. She is not talking about me so yeah you're laughing tell them you're not talking about me
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean babe we we could eat healthier though
1: we could and that's no problem but i'm not about to eat rat food like or eat like a you know like your see here's the thing too is like your idea at the time Mm -hmm. when i've seen you go into the whole fitness thing like you you were hardly eating like it wasn't like that 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 meal schedule doesn't work for me Mm -hmm. and i'm okay with eating healthy i don't i don't think that that's a problem Mm -hmm. um but I also think that there would be a difference in our eating habits. Like mm-hmm. what you want to consume more of is because it's, it's what's going to work for your body type. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a problem eating healthy. We could do it. Mm-hmm. I just might have to adjust a little bit of what we're eating. I might need mm-hmm. more of what you need less of.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the only thing like, I, and that's I'm for fine. it. And that's fine because I feel like for the most part, I eat healthy. It's just like getting more protein and mm-hmm. eating less fat and eating less carbs. Mm-hmm. Like, to get to the goal that I want. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is what I need to do. Um, But I feel like I've, I have, I do have my extremes when it comes to sometimes like my health kick. Yeah. Like I will measure my food. I will measure my protein. Like I'm measuring everything with a scale um, to get to the goal that I want. And I'm literally doing the in body every month or whatever the case is. But I want to approach it different this time because I feel like it just hasn't worked for me in the past. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about before, like when you go, when you do something to the extreme, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, right. Because you need to do something that works with your lifestyle. Clearly, we're very social people. We go out a lot. Mm -hmm. We, you know, like to get drinks with our friends, food with our friends. Yeah. I can just make healthier options instead of totally eliminating it because when I totally eliminate it, I don't stick to it. Yeah. So... So, yeah.
1: And like, I mean, we've worked, we've been working out and then we'll stop. I don't like to over push her again because our, like, our schedules, again, sometimes we're like, Mm -hmm. you know, together. And then sometimes, like, my work schedule is off the chain, it changes, or she's got a lot of work to do. And with the podcast that we have to make sure we get done. Yeah. Like she said, we're social people. So we usually have a lot of, um, like events or things to go to yeah um so i think sometimes that gets in the way but when we usually go to the gym we're good yeah. we're steady um and then when we stop it's like fuck we gotta yeah. get back but um, we just got a treadmill yeah
0: yeah we not did. saying we i just need just to go
1: out there and buy a treadmill no nah, it's just it's just more convenient <laughs> for us um but mm-hmm. she's also like her form of planning is, is more stricter. mine's is a little bit more lenient. Mm-hmm. And that's because for me, if I'm if I I can be consistent in something and mm-hmm. stick with something, but I can't do it where it's like. I'm kind of like the person who don't like to be told to do something mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I'm like, you know, gotta do it like this like how Mm -hmm. she's very strict down to the scale down to the Mm -hmm. you know everything is just not gonna work for me I'm gonna lose interest um for me I just have to just want to do it yeah and when I'm in the mindset like you know, when we were going before her surgery, we were going to the gym a lot and I was getting used to waking up early. I was just doing it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, my body was just waking up for me at this point and I was just going and I was like, all right, bet. Like, I'm feeling good. Let's go get this workout in. I don't want to do it today, but fuck it. Let's go get this workout in. Mm-hmm. And then it just worked out Yeah. in the partnership because it was, for her, it was like, I don't want to go today. And I'm like, come on, let's go. Yeah. I want to go or vice versa. Yeah. So the motivation is there. It's good. Um, i think we do it little by little too yeah and that's why we never got into the food aspect of it. i guess the diet or whatever but yeah. again we are very social people so it's kind of hard to like really get it together yeah um
0: but i but like other than like the gym and stuff like i know there are things that i can do for myself that are just gonna like benefit me and mm-hmm make me go into like that soft era for example sleeping early going to sleep earlier that's something that i can do on my own mm-hmm. um yeah you gotta sleep late i'd that's be walling like i, I really <laughs> do. like fuck. i don't know what it is but during the nighttime i come alive i'm like oh let me get my life together like mm-hmm. let me do this let me do that then i get into tiktok and forget about it like y'all gonna find me so ridiculous but i have saw this tiktok where this girl Locked her phone in this case that she bought on Amazon. The measure like, she has I to need, take. I need it, so I bought it. <laughs> it was only twenty five dollars. I was like, whatever. Only that was twenty five dollars, babe. Stop. Twenty five dollars, no big deal. Um, <laughs> that's like, that's like. It probably only took five dollars to that's make like that three shit. Bubble teas, anyway. So you you could lock your phone in there for hours, for minutes, whatever you want. And I started using it during working hours because sometimes at work, I'll get distracted because I'm working from home, obviously. So I'm like, you know what? Let me get this done. Next thing you know, it's 12 o'clock and I'm done. I don't got nothing else <laughs> to do. And I could focus on other things. I'm not but- saying she's
1: lying, but I haven't seen her use it.
0: I've used it. You just haven't seen me. Yeah. (laughs) Or when you're not here, like I'll use Uh, it and I'll just lock it because I'm like, let me do other things. Listening to podcasts is my shit. Everybody knows that I continue doing that, but I do want to get better at reading. And I think the problem is that I have so many books and I just keep buying more books or I'll get books (laughs) as gifts. At times it's hard for me to read because I fall asleep. I like, I don't know what it is, but like, I just get so sleepy. I so can't I'm, read sitting,
1: listen, sitting listen, in a bed or something. Listen, I'm going to do Audible.
0: Whatever. Audio? Yeah, yeah. Oh, audio books. A, audio, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy that and I'm going to listen to it like I'm listening to a podcast. Because I got all these books here. People are like, oh, you read that book? And I'm like, mm, yeah. I didn't fucking read it. I read like one chapter and that's it. Yeah. Um, But enough about me. What about you? Um,
1: I don't I think it's just... What's my version of it look like?
0: Yeah, what is it? Tell us.
1: I don't know because I feel like I've been in my soccer ever. I feel like I've been living my soft life in the last 2 to 3 years. Hmm. again, I don't know like I don't know. In in my prior time like when I was first single and I was out here trying to live my best life, um I probably could have still done that mm-hmm. like while in me and you would have never got together if I would have been probably still out here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think I'm glad that obviously you came around <laughs> because it, I was just hitting a space where I wanted to like chill out, relax, and still give to myself and like be involved with myself, but in a more like calming way. So I feel like I did calm down um not just not saying like you calm me down but um being in a relationship finally where i wanted to be and um i guess like it's just helped me become more patient and like you said i've i've learned to um place boundaries and just find peace in adulting really because You're a very mature person and you've been living on your own for a long ass time. So it's in, it's like a part of you now Mm -hmm. to just be on top of things and all the shit that you've been doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, my form of adulting prior to now was just being responsible enough to pay my fucking bills, my car, my phone and going to work. That was it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't living by myself. So I think in the last two years living outside of home, And being held accountable for, you know, bigger bills and, like, Mm -hmm. a home. um, It's definitely humbled me, Mm -hmm. challenged me, (laughs) Um, but also has helped me, like, just find peace in, in just the little things that I do. Mm-hmm. I was telling her this last week when she goes first of all when she goes away like she goes up north to go see her family or like if she you know go to Florida with her family and I'm by myself when I'm not at work and I'm here I am chilling I'm not doing shit and i'm not i'm 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 like at my most relaxed not my most relaxed not saying I'm not relaxed when she's here, but mm-hmm. I make sure again I have accountability. I hold myself accountable, but I'm also a person who does it on my time. Um, But now it's like in a relationship, you have to be thoughtful of one another. So I still do it on my time, but I'm a little bit more thoughtful of like, okay, well, let me at least get it done today. Mm -hmm. Or like if I know it's something that, that, you know, needs to happen now, that it's something we need now, I'll do it now. Um, But when she's like not around, I'm just like, I ain't doing shit. I'm not doing nothing. Like, I'm laying on the couch. And not, again, not to say that she makes me do all these things, but we're social people, too. So, like, we're always out. Yeah. And I be thinking to myself, like, okay, maybe I'm going to go out. I'm going to go see my parents or hang out with a friend. And then I look at the dogs and I'm like, oh, papitos, I can't leave you today. And I just sit my ass on the couch. And I just don't do nothing. Um, But I, I try not to make a mess because I don't want to clean that.
0: But you know what the difference is between me and you? Like when you're not here, I try to be like super active.
1: I, and it's right. I when you're when I'm not here, on those two days mm-hmm. that I'm working, mm-hmm. and I'm not here at all,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you I come home and the house is changed. It's flipped. It's a completely different house at this point. Like the aura it's is flipped. Really um, no, cause you really do. You stay on
0: go. Like you're just let me do this. Let me do this. Um, because I feel like it's just like what I think this this habit of mine started like when I lost my job because it was like, so what are you doing all day? That was that that was like my response to myself. It's like, OK, you applied to jobs. So what what else are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. are you are you doing groceries? Are you doing laundry? Are you cleaning? Are you mopping? Or mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So that's that's still my mentality sometimes because I'm like. Well, let me clean because she's working and then the next time I'm going to see her, is going to be the weekend and I don't want us to be Mm -hmm. cleaning and doing laundry on the weekend when I could do that during the week. So that's like my mentality. Like, I just try to make everybody's life easier. Mm -hmm. But I need to get to a point where it's like, the laundry could just pile up at this point. Yeah. Because it's like, I I need to focus more on myself and like, what I want to do and- be more creative um. I mean I think
1: you're just in the space mm-hmm.
0: well I'm not but it's like
1: you're you just like you said you're not in the space where you're like oh well this is what I want to do for me you're really involved in work right now and us being involved in our podcast that mm-hmm. I feel like you have been MIA on yourself and I it's not to say that mm-hmm. obviously I want you to have time for your sp- for yourself, especially when I'm not here, like that's your self time yeah. you feel me so again, like I said that that energy like it bounces off of you and we f- I feel it in the environment, like in our space, and mm-hmm. it's just like I don't want you to ever feel like I'm trying to in- inhibit that
0: or I'm gonna feel some type of way that mm-hmm. you're taking time for yourself, like I just feel like people. Like work from home jobs are interesting because I feel like some people do nothing and some people are super busy. And I think I could have I could have both. Like one day I'm like barely doing anything. And then the, the next day I'm like in meetings all day like today. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes people see see work from home jobs as a joke because it's like I had seen this TikTok where this girl was saying that she works from home and her man came home and he was like where's dinner type shit like you work from home you should be able to do that shit and sometimes I think like that too because I'm like you work from home you should be able to put something in the (laughs) oven and just fucking (laughs) call it a day you know Uh, yeah but that's just my my mentality because I've always been like this like everything that I do and everything that I've done it's because I work hard Mm. like I feel like if if I didn't if I wasn't as, like, proactive when it came to, like, school applications and things like that and living on campus and looking into all of that by myself, it wouldn't have got done because my parents weren't pushing me mm-hmm. to do that. Um.
1: Our laundry gets done, though.
0: Yeah, it gets done.
1: Uh, I'll be doing that shit. <laughs> now that I'm living on my own. Because when I used to live at home, I just used to let that shit pile. But it just looked bad because my room was small. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but like I was saying, um, I found myself the other day filling up coffee pods. And I was at peace with that. Like, the the me a couple years ago would have been like, Ugh, I don't want to do this shit. I don't want to clean these dishes. I don't want to do. And, it, and it's getting to a point in my life where I'm like, okay with doing chores. Like, not that I was never okay with it. But at the time, it's like, you had to do it because your parents told you to do it. Or you knew it had to get done. But now I'm just like why leave it there for later when I could do it now I'm not doing nothing now let me just do it now so I don't have to do it later like I'm just finding more comfortability and peace in doing regular adulting shit Mm -hmm. like I don't have to always be doing something crazy um yes Mm -hmm. I you do deserve lazy days and I think like when you're not here that's when I choose to take my lazy day Mm -hmm. because in all reality while she's at that desk I'm doing shit And sometimes I do have to go to work at night and I'm doing shit during the day before I go to work. Like, you know, it's a little fucked up and she could probably think I'm not doing shit, but when she in the room, I'm, I'm, I'm doing shit. She just don't know about, but yeah, that's what my version of it is. I think I'm kind of in my version, um, as well as with my relationship. I just feel like I'm, I'm more softer. I'm more kinder. I'm more, um, I'm just a person that I wasn't before and I'm very grateful to have the opportunity to to show you this person and be that person with you and hopefully it just gets better Mhm. so you feel like this having a soft era is necessary
0: yeah before we lose our minds yeah <laughs> like you have to because I have a best friend too who's he's just like me or maybe even worse He's always doing things for other people, always going above and beyond while he does a million other things. He's
1: a very nice person.
0: Yeah, but like sometimes it's like, you're too nice. You're too nice. People taking advantage and that's the thing. Like, you don't want to get to a point in your life where, I don't know, you're in your 30s and you're like, damn, I never got to do that and I never got to do that and that goal was never accomplished because I was too worried about everybody else and not worried about myself. And as I get older, that's, that's that's been my mentality. It's like I'm about to hit thirty, like I have certain goals that I want to hit, and I need to be a little bit selfish to reach those goals um so yeah, I do think that it's necessary um
1: so yeah, so do you feel like as women like we play such a hard role or show such a hard exterior,
0: yeah, especially for a black woman and And Latinas, for sure. Um, Like I said before, sometimes people see us in this light because of what media represents. And even with this soft era thing, Latinas are like, I've seen a couple of TikToks where they're just like, I want to be in my soft care era, but like I'm Colombian or I'm Mexican or I'm Dominican. So it's like the attitude just comes out sometimes. like. (laughs) If I, if I repeat myself, like, three times to you and you still don't hear me, like, I'm going to ask if you're fucking deaf. <laughs> like, I just am. And it's, like, the whole soft girl era is to not respond like that and, like, to yeah. not have, like, that attitude and to not be so aggressive. Like, it's, like, you can't raise your voice and curse. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to, like, pick one or the other and just, like, change your reaction. But, like with that comes a lot of self-awareness and just like a lot of literally talking to yourself in your head and thinking because sometimes we talk and we don't think so you got to think before you talk and like think before you respond um i think too much yeah but it's like i think way too much (laughs) yeah but sometimes i feel like if you're not thinking you're just gonna respond and you got to think about like is my response helpful is it is, is, is Am I just being rude? Am I just being a smart ass? Like, how is my response going to help in this situation right now? Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah. I, wa- I also wanted to know, <clears throat> how do you enter your soft girl era in a lesbian relationship when you're both this hard masculine person? <laughs> huh girl i don't know
1: no service no again yo i feel like it's different for me i don't know you i don't want to like say but on, on my side i just feel like in a sense like you recognize that you're in a relationship that isn't like your previous relations um but at the same time i feel like you treat it as such what do you mean like kind of like you're expecting like fuckery like you're expecting fuckery or you're you're just like ah whatever like yeah like I I don't know how to explain it but for me I feel like I came in this relationship completely different where I'm not I'm not relating it to past um events or like Mm -hmm. past experiences because not only because like Okay, so I I don't want to say that I was a person who wanted a relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. I was blowing off, like, situations with people because I wasn't ready. And Mm -hmm. even when I became ready, it just came to, like, that connection for me. And I feel like when I met you, like, it was just there for me. Mm -hmm. Like, it it wasn't a matter of, like, oh, well, I don't know. I still want to keep talking and see where this leads. For Mm -hmm. me, it was like, oh, shit, I'm fucking with it. Like, this is the person that I want to be this, you know this vulnerable and like, like I said, create that gentle space with. Mm -hmm. um, And I don't know. I really don't know why it's like that, but it's it's just a feeling for me. Like it was, it was a feeling Uh when we met and then it's just, I was like, okay, well I can't be the piece of shit that I was not saying that I was a piece of shit per se, but like I couldn't be this asshole. I couldn't be, and especially like in hearing your past experiences as well, taking, that into account and being like okay she had something like that she didn't like that Mm -hmm. i can't be like that Mm -hmm. you know like i don't
0: know so i just well i think for me it's different because like my past experiences have been with two women and then before that it was men Mm -hmm. so it was just like with men it's like it really felt like i was like a big sister like a like a mom (laughs) like it's like it was, like, it, it just wasn't doing it for me because mm-hmm. I I hated the, uh, like, just, like, I just hated being this, like, masculine person and them being so soft. And I always found myself with guys who were more feminine because I was so masculine. And I was always waiting for that match. And it was just like, you know what? This just isn't working. Mm-hmm. And, like, just emotionally, sexually, it just wasn't working. And then with women, I found that um I was... I like I am able to be a little bit more soft. So if you think that I'm hard now, you have no idea how I was with these guys.
1: I mean, I can imagine I'm not. I feel like it's we're all a different. We're all a different person mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. when when dealing with the opposite gender. I don't not just women to men, but yeah. I think we're all because it's, it's that societal mm-hmm. standard of like what them, you know, just yeah. like what we perceive ourselves as and like mm-hmm. what they want us to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can understand that from guys,
0: but I just think, I don't know. But the question was like how, What basically like what is the first step in order to enter your soft girl era in a relationship where you're both hard?
1: Mm, again, for me, I don't feel like I came in this relationship hard. I feel like I had came in it soft because... Um, you know, I just had this idea of what a healthy relationship looked like. Mm -hmm. I had unhealthy situations and I, that learning and experiencing that made me realize like, okay, that was, they were great. That was, you know, fun, but I don't want that in the next, um, you know, relationship Mm -hmm. or situation. So I think I had already had like this soft part of me Mm -hmm. ready to go because I knew that I could be softer. Like, I was harder in previous situations. And I knew that I could be softer. It was just a matter of who would help or make me feel safe enough, I guess, to show that softness.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. you, you know my mom. My mom hard as hell. But, like, she could be pretty vulnerable herself. And, like, mm-hmm. me being a, her child, I've seen it. Yeah. Um. And And seeing her be so hard all the time, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't want to be like that.
0: But sometimes you are i i
1: i know it's there yeah. it's not just gonna go away uh-huh but
0: yeah it's yeah there. but i back to what i said before it's like we have to be more self-conscious and self-aware of of what we say what we do how we say it because it, it's really not what you say i think it's just like how you say things
1: yeah i have an aggressive tone mm,
0: you do but it's I not they're not seeing that they see in the fun jojo
1: yeah you know yeah if you meet me in person, even in person like my I just have an aggressive tone mm-hmm. like when we talk when mm-hmm. I talk to my friends shit if you if you see any of it if you see our um our holiday party in our patreon, you're gonna see us all like yelling and being crazy, but yeah, that's where I get it from. I get it from my mom, you'll definitely hear her in that in that video <laughs> um but i agree i i mm-hmm. I guess in the beginning when me and you started too, it was like. I had to learn those things. Like, mm-hmm. she she was not beat for no shit. She had, like, you know, she's been a person, again, by herself for a while. She's been to therapy. She's done all those things. I haven't been in therapy to the point where it's, like, I acknowledge a lot of things or, you know, or hold myself accountable for certain actions. Mm-hmm. I just know what's right and wrong. Um, and I don't – I'm not aware of the little things. But one of the things that she did bring to my attention was that I – you know how I talk, and again, you know that's coming from a Spanish household. We all talk loud, we come aggressively to one another, and she's seen my family. She knows that it's not just me. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like a well. Why are you like that? Why are you so angry? Did all like where'd you get it from? Type shit. Like it's it's just part of the environment I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um. So like you know, she did tell me that, and I had to tell her. You know, this is this is where it comes from, but it's not me being. You know crazy mad or like trying to offend you or make you feel some type of way. It's just, I guess I, when I really feel some type of way, Mm -hmm. I'm like just passionate and that's why it comes off very aggressive. Mm -hmm. Um, And to her, it comes off as like, all right, I need to be in my defense mode Mm -hmm. and that's not at all what I want. You know, I don't, I don't want our conversations to get to a point where it's uncomfortable and, and we have to be aggressive because yeah. then we don't come to understanding. Yeah, but th- that was definitely one of the things I learned, and I'm still trying. Yeah, um, I think I I definitely relax a little bit <laughs> <laughs> unless I'm on alcohol. If I'm drinking, forget it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but I try.
1: Yeah, I try.
0: Yeah, it's a work in progress for sure. But um, yeah, I think it's important to just create a gentle space um and make note of like just like people's feelings or how might they how they might react to something especially if they're trying to go into like their soft girl era um it, it comes with a lot of like patience a lot of emotional maturity um and yeah well
1: that has to come with understanding
0: mm-hmm. like when I met her
1: I understood that that's how she was and these were the reasons why she were like she was like mm-hmm. that and and you know vice versa of how I was and that's why I was like that but as long as you're like willing to change your version of who you were before being with each other you know yeah like for her I was just like listen I can understand if you're feeling some type of way and if it's really bothering you but if we want to talk I need you to talk to me and in, in a more mm-hmm. appropriate tone, mm-hmm. you know, and it's frustrating to hear that. At first, you want to be like, "The fuck you mean?" Like, mm-hmm. but you adjust, you know. You just yeah. you just gotta absorb the information and adjust from one another, mm-hmm. and just try to be aware of each other mm-hmm. and like what what bothers one another and stuff. Yeah, I think that played a big part. I agree. I'm trying. <laughs> I she's making me sound like i'm crazy or stop something stop it yo i'm the softest i'm the softest jojo she ever fucking met she don't even know and that's the crazy part people don't know really yeah people don't know I'm out here walling yo i think my friends look at me like who is she yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah I know my friends like who the fuck is that? Like, mm-hmm. I like you like that. Like, it's it's cool to see you in that light, but like, where where the fuck JoJo at? Like, yeah, and like it. I think at first like you get offended, mm-hmm. like it offends you as a, to think like, damn, like. But in reality, when you're in a relationship and and you're being serious and you want to be taken serious, you do have to change a little bit. Yeah, you gotta grow up one day. <laughs> you just have to change to kind, not change. For the person, but you know, it's, it's, it's
0: together. Together we adjust. Yeah. Hmm. So I want to end it with a few points. So I wrote them down. Mm. Be gentle with yourself as you battle with the internal dialogue that requires repetitive self-talk, self-questioning, and ultimately self-love. So that's what I've been saying. Like you really have to sometimes stop and think before you speak. Um, you don't just wake up soft. You have to choose it every single day. So it's a work in progress. Like we said, yeah. I'm not just going to wake up tomorrow and and be like this whole new person. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time, a lot of time. Um, allow yourself to be catered to and cared for um, and let people's action just speak for themselves. I feel like if you've communicated this to your family, to your friends, and everybody who you're always caring for, and they continue using you for everything it's just like they'll figure it out pretty much and the last thing that i wanted to bring up is that if you are very serious about making this like a goal or you want to go into your 2023 like year strong um there's this letter there's this uh website called futureme.org And I've done it before. Basically, you write a letter to your future self and you can get it delivered like in six months, in a year, three years. And it'll just go like to your email so you can get a letter that you wrote yourself years ago or a year ago or whatever. Um, Basically talking about like your goals and where you were at in your life. Like, have you ever wrote something in your notes and then you go back to your notes and you're like, wow, that was that was a tragic (laughs) time. Let me delete that that right now um <laughs> so it's something like that
1: well funny that you say that yeah. because my new year resolution or one of my new year's goal new year goals um is to do like audio entries mm-hmm. because i mean i'm cute and all but i see enough of myself on the camera and i don't want to you know i just feel like looking at myself it's just like it's gonna take me out of the vulnerable person I'm trying to be mm-hmm. and, and expressing myself. I'm, I find myself always talking to myself, like all the time. I'm always talking to myself. Um, so I felt like, you know, maybe a, a recording audio entries would be better because I can't write shit down. I forget things or I'll start writing and then I don't want to write anymore. So that's that's my New Year's goal. Yeah, I just want to see, like, you know, where I'm at mm-hmm. a month from now or two months from now. And just getting it off my chest, really, because sometimes I'll be holding a lot of shit in. There's a lot of things I don't talk to you about. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I don't express myself um, when it comes to us or, like, other things. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm a very, like, let me analyze it and make sure that I'm really feeling this way before I put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, So I just feel like I need to... Cause Especially with good things, you know, when you you talk about things and you put it in the universe, it happens. So Mm -hmm. I'm very big on that. So that's why I want to start audio entries and keeping that. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So yeah, go ahead and write that letter or start audio entry, like like I said. Um, But yeah, there you have it for your soft girl era, your soft life, or however you want to call it. Yes. All right. Let's
0: go into the family meeting. First question. Can you be friends with an ex? My girlfriend slash fiance is friends with her ex who was her first boyfriend from 12 years ago. It bothers me that he hits her up every two weeks to check up on her. He comments on her IG pics through DM in a flirty way. Her responses back are civil and short. I told her that it bothers me the way he talks to her. And doesn't seem in a friendly way. Is it right for me to ask her to stop talking to him? Or how can boundaries be created? How does it affect relationships? First boyfriend from 10 years ago. From 12 years ago. I wonder how long they were dating, number one. I wonder if this was like a elementary school boyfriend. Right, or or like was it a like, legit, like a real boyfriend? Yeah, I think like... The friends thing, like being friends on Instagram might not be a big deal, Mm -hmm. but this is why people don't like that because of the DMs. Why do you need to DM her? Mm -hmm. Like if you know that she's in a relationship and she's a fiance, like guys just really have no respect sometimes. It's fucking tragic. I think uh, she shouldn't even respond to him. We just have to find a
1: real, not a way to get comfortable, but we just got to fucking do it. We just got to tell our partners, like, listen, I don't feel comfortable. It bothers me. Yeah. It shouldn't be a problem that you say it bothers you, right? It should be like a, oh, shit, I didn't know it bothers you. Wow. I mean, some things come off a little crazy when you think, like, um, oh, wow, like, that bothers you. Like, it, it, it some sometimes, but it's just, like, we, we have to be, again, like, thoughtful of one another because you know, we're all different in a sense of perspective and the things that bother us and the boundaries that we have and what we deem disrespectful and respectful. Like we all come from different backgrounds. So we accept different things. Mm -hmm. So I feel like with that being said, we have to communicate these things when things bother us or we don't like it or we don't understand it. And it's so easy for us to be like, I'm scared. I don't know how to tell this person or like my partner because I don't want to make them mad. We shouldn't instantly get to a point where we're mad just like we shouldn't immediately come for them and be like yo that bothers me stop doing that shit you know I just feel like we need to be a little bit more open Mm -hmm. in a way of how we tell them it bothers us as well as like understanding well why does it bother you
0: Sometimes I just feel like asking the why is just, like, ridiculous. I'm going to be frank. No, babe. It can't be, be like frank. that.
1: It can't be like that.
0: Because I just feel like, what do you mean, why? Like, I just, if you were in my shoes, would you be okay with the same thing happening? Like, I would be bothered. I would be like, listen, that bothers me. I'm glad that you told me mm-hmm. because, you know, you're being honest and truthful. But it does bother me. Either either unfriend them or or block them or just don't respond to their messages at all
1: it should be a why as in like all right i need a good explanation to do it Mm -hmm. it's a it's a why of i want to understand so that next time or like what about it had bothered you is it just that it's my ex or is it that he's hitting me up every two weeks you feel me like it's yeah but it's Uh like just a matter of like i want to make sure this doesn't happen another time Uh uh-huh You know, Or I want to keep this in mind just in case this is a a pattern someone else is giving me. Maybe I might think, Mm -hmm. oh, well, she won't like it. And you won't have to ask me not to do it. I would just do it Mm -hmm. off the strength of, well, that happened last time with this situation.
0: You understand? Yeah, I just feel like I'm someone who's just always think about other people's feelings. So I'm like, you know what? That's shady. That's fucked up. I know that I wouldn't like that, so I just wouldn't do it. Or I just... I don't know. Some things are just common sense to me, mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. not to everybody else. But it's not, but it's me. not
1: even about it being common sense. Uh-huh. Again, we all have different perspectives and different ways of thinking. Yeah. So it's not, we have, and I, that's why we have a hard time talking to each other. Mm-hmm. It's because we'll sit here and laugh at somebody's face and be like, are you stupid? Mm-hmm. You don't get it? That's not common sense. But yeah. It, it's not, it's not about it being common sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Not everything is common sense. It, we literally just... Don't take everything. Some don't take things as severely and serious as others, mm-hmm. or some just don't recognize the pattern. Some haven't been in a situation where it's like, oh, like he's flirting with you. Like some people just think it's a friend. Like there's we just some people
0: are naive. That's what you're saying.
1: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like it. you're mm-hmm. not wrong. Say say that shit. If it it bothers you, say mm-hmm. it. Don't be scared. My point is, don't be scared to tell your partner that this bothers me mm-hmm. in fear that she's gonna react. An opposite way, yeah. you know? I'm just saying that we have to be open-minded. We can't mm-hmm. all keep being like, oh, well, I should just automatically not do this shit because my my partner will be mad or like, oh, it's common sense. She shouldn't be doing that shit. Mm-hmm. We, just, we have to be a little bit more understanding of each other. Because you know what? People would be understanding with their friends. People would be understanding with their, with their family members, you feel me? But for whatever reason, I just feel like as partners, we're not as understanding because we automatically assume our partner should be like that legit reflection of us. How else are we supposed to learn if we're not in these situations?
0: Whatever helps you sleep at night.
1: I'll sleep good.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep and but night. we spent
1: enough time on that question. Next question. When I was in high school, a teacher kissed me. I went into her classroom to tell her something bad that had just happened in my life. She kissed me after reassuring me everything was going to be okay. I brushed it off and left. Now I think about now I think about her all the time. Now I wished it would have escalated further than a kiss. At the time I was straight, but now I'm bi. It kind of traumatized me, but now every teacher, every female teacher I have makes me uncomfortable. Any advice?
0: That's weird. Like, yeah. Like, that teacher should be locked up. <laughs> yeah. High school teacher, that means she was in a high school and she was a minor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And for a teacher to kiss you when you're communicating something bad that happened to you? Well, like, yeah, that's a, little,
1: is- that's a little weird.
0: Not every teacher is like that, for sure. <laughs> Maybe one in 10. And I definitely understand why you'd be traumatized by that and just be like uncomfortable around teachers. Um I wonder like how old this person is and like if they're still in high school, no, probably not. They're probably like in college or or whatever since they're still talking about teachers. Mm-hmm. Um but just know that most teachers aren't like that and most teachers want to keep their job um, but yeah I don't know
1: I mean when you're in time mm-hmm. of need you know go to the people closest to you and if you need to go to mm-hmm. someone that is a teacher um, like she said you not every teacher is like that yeah. but I feel like maybe not put yourself in positions where you're alone with them if mm-hmm. it's gonna make you feel uncomfortable You know, just put yourself in better spaces when you feel like, you know, maybe you need to surround yourself or you have to be around a teacher, you know, where you don't feel so uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Some teachers keep, like, their door open when they have meetings. So when I I was in college, I had some professors that would always keep their office door open because they don't want to be accused of anything or, you know. So... I think that, like JoJo said, if you do need to talk to a teacher or professor or whatever, just making sure it's like in a public place. It's like the, the door has to be open if it's in their office and keeping that distance. Um, control the, is important. The, control the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that's all. That's, that's what we have. Mm-hmm. There you have it for our soft air episode, y'all.
0: All right, guys, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And if you haven't done so already, um, check out our Patreon. There's a link on our bio, and we update it every week. So we post um, bonus content on our Patreon. We have live Zoom meetings. We have a group chat. Um, So go ahead and check that out if you're interested.
1: Yep. Doos, doos, move, goose. Bye.